today on The Breakdown. It's a cash game hand that turns into a cash game bonanza because it's a $5,100-$200 game. That's right, three blinds from Live at the Bike, and not just three blinds, but also World Poker Tour Player of the Year Darren Elias is matched up against LATB, Live at the Bike, that's right, LATB regular Nick. And they play a hand that I believe Grant said to me when he saw it, I hadn't seen it at the time, he said, I don't know why that just happened. I don't understand why that just happened, which is always a good sign for a breakdown hand. We've got a pro making a confusing play. We're going to get into it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. You might have been referring to a different hand. When it, they said, oh, I don't know really? what just happened. <laughs> but there's Still, also, there's it's also, this. there's, it's a similar thing where okay. it's like, I'm not exactly sure why that Good happened. Enough. Good I enough. I don't even know why did that happen. That's the sound. That's the voice you're going that's, with. Yeah. I have to really work hard to put on this podcast voice. Yes, you do. You just got, you guys just got a taste of my normal voice for a second. That's how I talk in an everyday life. It's like Mr. Bean, but the opposite. Yeah. Does Mr. Bean ever talk actually? I don't know. Who cares? I feel like he must. Who cares? It's like when I was getting married and, and the dude was like, do you take this woman? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Hmm. That went well. The, the, marriage, the marriage? The wedding? I suppose the wedding did go well. You had nice little tasty desserts at that wedding. I'll tell you what. Ooh, desserts sound good. Oh, man. Love desserts. Okay. <laughs> we're still in. We're, we're currently in the throes of a body fat percentage bet between the two of us and another friend. So yep. we've been eating a lot of beans and a lot of kale up in here. We have yep. lunch together, Grant and I do, and we just have a lot of beans. When and this a lot comes of kale. out, it will be January 28th, I think, or 27th. Oh, really? And uh, so we'll still be in it. We'll still be in it. It goes till February 2nd. We'll but see. just a little bit left. Hopefully, yeah. Grant will have fallen off the wagon at that point and be eating I just think I'm going to make it. I think I'm going to make it. I don't know, man. I'm not so sure. Yeah. I hope you don't. Okay. Let's get into this hand, though, because. This is, you know, we got a World Poker Tour Player of the Year for crying yeah, out loud. Yeah, how can we let him wait? <laughs> <laughs> how can we let Max Sawyer wait? He's probably the player of the year of, of something. He's the suggester of this hand. He's the suggester of my heart. The week. He could be the suggester of the week. Suggester of the week, Max Sawyer. That's pretty good. Unless on Thursday there was a suggester that was better. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. who, know, who knows? I don't know. If, Max, we don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> where does Max fall in the pantheon of suggestions? He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Damn. Certainly. You were so sure about that. You don't so, think Max Sawyer is a Hall of Famer? I was just fuck asking you. a question. Uh, just On behalf of Max Sawyer, <laughs> fuck you. What ballot does he go in on? First ballot. First easy. ballot. Wow. wow. How many people are first ballot uh, Hall of Famers in your mind at this point? Suggestors. Uh, I don't know. Probably something like 8 to 15. Okay, if you're going 15, Max Sawyer is definitely on the list. Wow. If you're saying it's like five, which I think there's only like five first ballers, I don't know, man. I, I think he's just Yeah, but on you, the you thought T.O. shouldn't be first ballot either because you're like, oh, is it locker room I problem? did think T.O. I, I know bet, I'm giving you shit. I bet on T.O. To, to make the first ballot and lost because the writers are horrible people. Okay, but let's get into this hand. It's 5,100, 200. Not a, not a structure you see very often, really anywhere. They I guess tried, it's sort of like a four straddle. Live with the bike's all about creating action. Yeah, which is great. They want to have the action they have in their 5-10 games in this game, too. You know, they're, they're dumb action. They don't get that level of it, but they do get some dumb action, which yeah. is, you know, always good. We love the dumb action. Well, you know, it gives us something to talk about. Yeah. And this is not all dumb, actually. No. This is, you know, a player who's really, really smart and really successful making a play that we're going to talk a lot about, I'm sure. 
that player is Darren Elias. Yes. He, uh, he did the old Dan Smith thing too, which I suppose will come out on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe the following Thursday, look out for a new Darren Elias hand coming out after this hand. Mm-hmm. There's a fun hand between Darren Elias and Dan Smith that you're going to hear a breakdown of. Yeah. Really, really fun. Yeah. Um, so this one's fun too, though. He opens with two fours under the gun to 500, which feels small. Jonathan. Yeah, actually it really does. When so what's Ar- up? Ar- Ar- Papazian is in the big blind too, right? Or yeah. the, the third blind. The third blind. Say. Cause there's three blinds. Yeah. Yeah. So it only costs him $300 and there's eight fifty in the pot already. If everyone folds, it's 300 to win eight fifty. He's calling so wide. I don't know. So why is there some new cash game trend among high level players where two and a half Xing is now a cash game thing too, because we saw Dan Smith do that actually. Mm. Or maybe it wasn't Dan Smith. Somebody really well respected do that on a poker after dark cash game when it was like 300, 600, they opened to like 1500. Was it uh Garrett? Maybe I don't remember. He was on? I don't remember who it was, but uh, I remember them two and a half Xing in the cash. Game. Oh really? Well, let's start, we should start paying more attention to that. I wonder if it's possible that they, they think that like a guy like Art who plays a lot of tournaments and stuff like that isn't going to just call with the whole world here. Like he's not call, like he's folding King seven off well, and stuff like that. No, King I don't think off. that's it. Uh, based on other debt I have, now I don't okay. remember who tweeted this at us, and so I apologize. It might have even been Max Sawyer, Hall of Famer. Yeah, for sure. Um, who said that after we did that hand where we were making note of the two and a half x on that cash game and how it was kind of strange. Yeah. Um, they said that's how everybody was sizing that whole game. Oh, yeah. I, I can vaguely remember that also. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this is what they're doing now. And, well, you know, if you can get away with it, great. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Arpapazin isn't the, the third blind. We'll see how he responds to this and what he throws away or, or calls with or raises with even. Yeah. Anyway, Elias has 62K <laughs> to start. So 300 okay. giant blinds or whatever you call them. Yeah. The third blind. Straddle blinds. Yeah. Two fours opens under the gun. Gets called by a player named Yaniv on the button with two eights, garbage human. Nick is in the small blind, which is only 50 out of the 5,100, 200. Right. So typically you would expect he's only entering the pot with pretty good hands. Absolutely. But he's also the guy in the 10-20 game who, flat, who limped 10-7 of diamonds under the gun and then called a th- an a eventual three, three bet. bet to $510. Yeah, so I remember that. So who knows? His range, might be, <laughs> his range might be a bit more expansive, but maybe the stakes make it different. Maybe. Because that's a very different. But may- maybe this also explains the fact that he's playing this game. Also, maybe explains why he's more loose at the ten twenty game, where he's like, "Yeah, it's like, eh. I just need some action here." Yeah, I don't care. Like yeah. this money is meaningless to me. Right. Uh, maybe. Like I've definitely called off. Like in our home games that some, we've played once in a while, we invite friends and stuff like that. Um, where you like, I like raise to like we're playing insanely small five cents. cent, ten cent, right? And I make it like twenty. I make it like thirty cents, and you go in all in for ten dollars immediately. And I call you with King Jack or King Queen because I'm like, you know, what do I care? It's ten dollars. Yeah. You know, like, of course, I'm not folding any kind of a hand to you for ten dollars. Which so it's so maybe it's similar. Although I can't, I, I would still never make the play that he made. <laughs> back back <laughs> in that, that other the ten seven of diamonds. Yeah. yeah so I can't really do, can't bring yourself anyway. to make that play. I can't. But no. let's let's let's. Get into what's happening. Here. All right. So well, Nick does flat with a pretty reasonable holding. It's te- it's a king jack offsuit. I would not call with this. King of man. clubs, jack of hearts. I mean, there's already a call at least, and it's only two and a half X. I like all that. And there's the extra dead money as well with yeah. the third blind. I like all that. This is such a dominated hand, and it's going to be played out of position. If it was suited, I think it's an easy call. Yeah. Offsuit against the under the gun open. I just feel like we're going to flop top pair and be in trouble so much of the time. I agree. So I, I don't like calling with this hand in this spot. I think you're in the big blind. It's an easy call. I think you're on the button. You can call it. But the small blind, like you're giving away position also, seems horrible to me. It horrible does. strong. Seems bad to me. 
Seems bad. It seems suboptimal even. Like, I think maybe the best players in the world could get away with calling here. I don't know if they would, though, but they probably could. Yeah. Tom, Tom Dwan could definitely get away with calling it in high stakes poker season five, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, most players are probably going to fold this and they're going to be correct to do so. But anyway, Nick doesn't. We know Nick is not a folder preflop. It is in the margins, though. Like, it King, is. King Queen Off is a call. I think King Queen Off is usually a call. Here. Yeah. Unless you have a really, unless you think Elias is super tight under the gun, which we don't think. Yeah, there's no reason to think that. And then, uh, the I mean, big... the thing is, if you think he's not tight under the gun, you could also just three bet this hand. It may play better as a three bet from the small blind with already the button in. Because now we're letting Arpapazian in really cheap, too. Anyway, it's it's not the end of the world to call. I don't want to overstate it. Yeah, it's not. Okay. The big blind folds and Art calls from the third blind. He He's already got 200 invested with 8-7 off. Pretty mandatory Yeah, call. of course. He's going to call it. Yeah, for sure. But however Darren sizes it pre, Art's going to call with that hand. So. You know what else is mandatory? Uh, I want to know. Satiating your taste buds. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I got an offer for you guys. All right. Okay. Here's something that is pretty cool. That's happening to you, the listener, right now. Right in this, as we're speaking. Yeah, the Fantastic. thing that's happening is beef motherfucking jerky. Woo-wee! We're beef back jerky. on the beef jerky freaking truck. I love it. The beef jerky truck, yes. So we're talking about tailspin beef jerky, yeah. which is a beef jerky that we have had plenty of because guess what? They sent us some. Oh, yeah. And damn, it's good. It's got flavor. <laughs> There's only there's only three flavors actually original yeah. spicy and teriyaki but they spent so much time perfecting each flavor that they're all so good you don't need another flavor stop complaining yeah I mean really you and your flavors it's ridiculous <laughs> you want people. like mango habanero I gotta tell Fuck you. you I got <laughs> I gotta tell you I love the teriyaki I I'm mean, a teriyaki man a, I love the spicy the spicy is yeah good. you're more of a spicy guy more teriyaki it's a really good snack and it tastes good it tastes it really fucking good it's, among beef jerkies. It's By got, the way, yeah, it's good ahead. for you. It's got 20 grams of protein for, per bag. Go on a hike, have some beef jerky. You're going to feel like the Hulk. You're going to be the Hulk. Yeah. I mean, it's all beef, of course, because Tailspin, they're good people. It's really tender, which is, you know, you don't want that beef jerky that you got to like, not like, nah, 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 like, I know, man. It like hurts your mouth to chew it. I hate that. I'm like worried about my teeth. Not yeah. with this beef jerky. This is real though. Really? Not with this beef jerky. No, no. This is legit good. Yeah, beef this is jerky. good stuff. Yeah, um, what you got to do if you want 40% off. Why, that You must be misreading that, Grant. It can't say, it must say 4%, No, right? 40%. And let's keep what? in mind, beef jerky is fucking made by the people who did the Oregon Trail and shit. It keeps forever. Yeah. Buy as much as you want. It's It'll true. still be good in the year like 2041, probably. I mean, forget 2041, 2141. Yeah. You'll be dead. Your great, great grandchildren they will, will be inherit down. your tailspin beef jerky <laughs> that you got for 40% off. But it is. It's 40% and off. There's only one way to get that 40% off. Tell them. That's the offer code POKER at checkout when you go to tailspin.com and order your beef jerky online. I mean, we're just, I mean, we're not giving it away. We're just, they're giving it away though. Yeah. That's an insane, insane deal for sure. Right. And I talked about like hiking. You don't have to do athletic things to eat beef jerky. You can just be playing poker and be like, I'm a little peckish. That's beef, a good point. Beef jerky is a great snack for poker. Get in there. Get the tailspin, man. Oh, it's good jerky. It is good jerky. 
It's, I, uh, I'm angry about it. Why? Why you get so angry about beef jerky every good, time? It's good. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense when yeah. you say it that way. Anyway, I like that. Do you know? I, I learned a little fact about Tailspin beef oh, jerky. Yeah? What's that? And it's because they are a sponsor of this podcast right now. They they sent this along that it was actually started by an ex Apple engineer. And when I say an Apple engineer, I don't mean Honeycrisp, yo. I mean computers. Nice. So it's high tech as well. It's like it's super smart stuff in it's it. It's like eye jerky. It is nearly like eye jerky, except it's it's like totally pure and fresh and natural and all the things. Like there's no computers there. There's yeah. no nanobots in the jerky, is my understanding. <laughs> I would like there to be nanobots in the jerky. Uh, me too. But, but maybe that's, one that's day. For that's for the future. Yeah, that's a feature that they're probably working on now. Right. Anyway, don't forget that offer code. It's pretty easy to remember. It's just poker. And it's tailspin.com, right? Tailspin.com. Yeah. Used, yeah, that's the coupon code. Poker. Bam. 40% off. You got to do it. You got to get your beef jerky. Just order like 60 of them because like I said, they don't go bad. It's pretty sweet. Why not? 40% off? I, I mean, mean that, I got to get me some beef jerky. I don't know the actual margins, <laughs> but they're probably losing money. Who knows? It's possible. I mean, it's hard to make money at that, at that yeah. price. I'll <laughs> say that. Really hard. Yeah. So right. congratulations. Tailspin. Go eat some. Yeah. You jerks. All right. Back to the hand. Great. All right. So we've got a four-way pot. We've got Darren Elias, who opened under the gun with two fours. We've got Yaniv on the button with two eights. Nick in the small blind with King Jack offsuit. Art in the third blind with eight seven offsuit. Okay. The pot is 2100. The flop is really good for young Darren Elias. King of diamonds, 10 of diamonds, four of hearts. Super wet, but really good. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously going to want to bet this four ways. A hundred percent. He almost always has the best hand. It's sometimes somebody has a set of tens. Yep. But other than that, he almost always has the best hand. That's about it. Yeah. It's a great spot. Yeah. So it checks to Darren. Is there any argument before we get to this for Nick leading out of the small blind with King Jack here? I don't think so. I don't think it's, I don't think there's a good argument for it. Um, Darren's going to bet a fair amount when he's not going to bet any of his misses on this. Okay. Let me say that differently. I'm sorry. I feel, I don't know what we really accomplish as Nick. So much like all we're doing really is protecting against gut shots, I guess, and aces coming. That's it from betting. Like, yeah. like sometimes there's an argument to bet out of the small blind of this many people if it's like an eight high board or something because there's so many overcards which can come and you really often have the best hand, right? Here when we have the best hand, we're more in a game theory disaster spot where maybe queens will call once, but not that often. You know, king nine is probably not in there unless art has it, but better kings aren't folding ever, right? Yep. So... I don't, I don't love a bet here, even though the board is really wet and, and could be problematic. Uh, he doesn't have any diamond in his hand. Is that correct? No, he does not. Okay. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Cool. I, I don't like a bet as Nick. Um, and, but I do think that Darren's going to check if he, if he missed. I agree with you. No, he's definitely not going to bet this board if he has like two sevens. Yeah. I, I, I was wrong when I said that. I was thinking, I was thinking of some other stuff. I wonder if he would bet it if he had like ace queen with no backdoor flush draw. He might because he, he can't call, right? Yeah. So he, he might size in such a way that he's like, this is a price I'm willing to pay, and there may be a lot of good cards I can rep on the turn, you know, depending on how many people call. If only one person calls, especially if they're out of position, you know, and like a bad, a scary card comes, I can bet again. Or even a brick comes, I could bet again, you know. He can charge draws and stuff. Maybe. Ace-Queen's like one of the few hands he can really comfortably bet there, right? Uh, comfortably is the wrong word, but might be willing to bet when it's a miss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, and of course, diamonds. He would bet. Oh yeah, well, that's not. I mean, yeah, hell yeah. Queen Queen Jacks suited. He's gonna bet. He's gonna bet diamonds, right? He's gonna bet. He's gonna bet his big draws. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's probably gonna bet Ace Queen. Probably. 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 
Not 100%. But anyway. If he has a back door, he will, I would imagine. Yeah. Maybe not if he doesn't. Okay. Ace of diamonds would be a good way to do it, right? Then yeah. you don't have to be too afraid of a diamond coming. You can scare people off. Actually, ace of diamonds, he's definitely going to bet, right? All right. So what do you think Darren should do with two fours? Bet, right? 100%. Yeah. And how do you think you should size it? There's 2,100 in the pot. I think you should size it relatively big. Uh, anyone who's got a big draw ain't folding. Yeah, they might raise. They might raise, cool. But like, there's, it doesn't make sense to bet really small and just let them in cheap. Like, might as well charge them. Um, anyone who's got a king ain't folding. Uh, someone has a 10, you might lose them, but that's okay. We're four ways. Like, I wouldn't be afraid of that. I think I would size this to like at least 1,400, maybe 1,600, something in there. Wow, you you got all around it, man. He went for fifteen hundred. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so yeah, I agree. I like the sizing. It sucks that like a lot of the time everybody's just going to fold, but it's a yeah. wet enough board that you're not going to get that many everybody fold spots, you know. And honestly, when they call, you're immediately like, okay, I've got to dodge a lot of cards. Like no diamond, no ace, no nine. You know, like there's there could be other things. You know, they could have gut shots. You're not exactly sure where you are, so. It's not the end of the world to take it down here. Although, of course, you'd rather get one caller, right? Yeah. But it's fine to win here. It is. It is totally fine to win here. Yeah. And you would really prefer to get some action, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, Yaniv is going to fold two eights. That Good makes job. sense. Nick is going to call. I like that he Good did job. not check raise. I feel like I've seen Nick do weird stuff before, including like check raising in spots like this. I haven't seen mo- most of this hand. I didn't even watch the action up to this point. But I came in... Just as they were saying, and Nick doesn't check raise, he just calls. So they were actually surprised he didn't check raise on the uh So they think the that he's a guy who's going to check raise there a lot. Either that or they think maybe he should be check raising. I couldn't tell because I just came in. But either way, I like that Nick just called for sure. Talk about game theory disaster. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's definitely a time when check raising was pretty standard in a spot like this, especially if there's two diamonds and a straight draw possible. Right. It's like I got to protect my hand. Right. You know, which doesn't make sense because two diamonds aren't going to fold, you know. Straight draw, probably not going to fold. Well, but you can. what you can do, though, is take the initiative away when you're out of position, build the pot so that way your turn bet, if everything misses, now pushes them out of the pot. That's, True. That's the, that's the, quote, good news. Yeah. Instead of, like, you just call, and then it goes check, check on the turn, and they got to the river, got to see both cards really cheap, turn and river. True. But having said all that, that's, like, fish logic. I wouldn't actually, that's not a good reason to raise, even though those sounded like good reasons. Right. Yeah. Mostly you're just going to either get a three bet by combo draws and have to fold, or end up in a spot where you're against a worse or a better hand and folding out worse hands. You also may get three bet by like just the nut flush draw or even just an open hander yeah. once in a while. Right. Which would also... Especially if you fold. check raise just top pair a lot and people have noticed that. Like people are going to start coming after you. As they should. And as I do when yeah. I notice that people do that. I love it when people do that. Yeah. They love to do it. They, they check raise top pair or an over pair or an under pair, whatever they're doing. And they love to show it when you... And then they show you when they fold after you like just three bet them with just a huge amount of range, which yeah. is like include all things that are worse <laughs> than right. they have. Like, and they just like, Oh, here's my two nines on this six eye board that I just check raised. And you're like, Oh cool. I have like a seven, <laughs> you know, like I don't have anything, but or I have two sevens even, but I figured we we're going to fold. And I was figured I was behind. This is great. You know, um, whatever it is, it's amazing when people do that. So good job, Nick, not screwing this up. Yeah. I appreciate you, Nick, Nick. Yeah. You know what? I'm sending you a teddy bear. Nick, you know what, Nick? what's your address? You know what, Nick? I'm all out of love. You can't do that. I'm so lost without you. There's royalty issues. Oh. We can't pay. We can't pay. <laughs> Undo. <laughs> but the singing was was actually 
questionable enough. It's perhaps I don't think the algorithms Command will be able to pick Z it up. Control I think we're Z. Safe. It's not YouTube. It's podcasts. Yeah, we're the pretty podcast safe. companies don't know what the fuck they're doing. They have no <laughs> idea fine. about anything. We're <laughs> yeah. totally safe. I yeah. agree. Um, that right. song is great. Of course, it's great. All right, so the pod is now fifty one hundred dollars. Air supply. Is that their only good song? They had at least one other one, but that was their really big one. And I don't know what their other one was anymore, but I know they had multiple hits back in the day. But anyway. Anyway, pretty standard stuff so far. Yeah, pretty standard. Right, of course. But it's not. It's going to get unstandard, a standard pretty quickly here. A standard? Yeah. What, what would you say? I don't know if a is the same as un. It's different. Like in the way that asexual is used. Yeah, but there's other atypical. How about atypical? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Never mind. I retract Thank my you. statement. All right. We got, we got 5,100 in the pot. Nick has King Jack on the King 10-4 board. Two diamonds on the board. Nobody's got a diamond. Uh, actually, Darren Elias has the four of diamonds, but it doesn't matter. He has a set of fours. Yeah. So he's in real good shape against Nick. Real good. The turn is the Jack of Clubs. Ooh. That's a uh, bing, bang, bong type card right there. Yeah. Darren Elias can get his aid now. Also, Nick does pick up four outs to the best hand. Certainly. So that's all pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, now there's a lot of cards that'll cause the river to go check, check as well. Mm. Any diamond, any queen, any ace. Yes. Yes, any diamond, any queen, any ace will do that for sure. And nine also. Excuse me. Forgot about the mm-hmm. nine. Yeah. So we got to get some value out now as Darren Elias. I and mean, we're already getting some. We got to keep going. Forge ahead. Yeah. With uh, the money. To expect. All right. So this is some stuff to talk about. Nick checks. Yeah. I think he could lead here. It's weird, but I think he could. Because he'd be so concerned about it going check, check. Yeah, I think, like, you could put yourself in a bad spot leading for sure. Yeah. Like, you get raised. It's like, you kind now of have what? to fold, I think. I don't know if you do. That's a reason not to lead. But the reason to lead is that Darren might check back aces here at this point. Yes, he might. That's true. If you lead, is he going to call with aces? Probably. Probably. He's still got a wet board. Shot. He's, got, he's got the gutter. Yeah. And, it's a, and the board could pair if he's losing to two yeah. pair. And he's got outs against a lot of things. Aces is just a little bit too good to fold, but also probably not quite good enough to bet on this board. You're probably right. It depends what we think about Nick, though, yeah. too. If we think Nick is pretty sticky, we can bet aces and ace king and stuff like that. But typically, I think I, I do prefer a check from Nick. Just I agree. It's usually going to go check, check, though, right? Like it is the but majority of the time, but we're thinking like, okay, if it goes check, check, there's, even though there's a lot of cards that sort of suck, most of the deck I can still get value with as Nick, right? Yeah. So that's pretty good. Like, that's fine. I can live with most of the deck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, it, it's still a little bit too many cards that suck. There are a lot of cards that suck. Yeah. All clubs, as you said, aces, queens, and nines. You mean, all diamond, not great. You mean diamonds, of course. Diamonds, of you're course. You're just thinking of, of the shitty suits. Diamonds and clubs. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to group them together. So all diamonds, aces, queens, and nines. We don't love a 10 because now we're losing to uh, aces. aces specifically. Yeah. We don't love a four for the same reason, but that's not too bad. No. We're obviously not going to ever fold on those cards. You can probably. So, but I, I think he's supposed to check, but this is a little like, yeah. Maybe, maybe the solvers would say something different here. I don't know. Uh, maybe. It feels like though, Darren, when Darren has a big hand, like he has, it's just so far ahead of King Jack. And when he doesn't, there are some hands he can stick around with for sure, but there are a lot of hands he really can't. Like right. ace-king, aces, king-queen, he can stick around with. Yeah. Queen-jack, he can stick around with. Ace-jack, uh, I don't Is know. Is he betting that on the flop? 
Ace Jack. Yeah. You thought he was betting Ace Queen. He's, yeah. he's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He doesn't that. have a ton of Ace Jack, according to Nick, from his perspective, combinatorially. Right. That's correct. Also, he was under the gun. We don't. We, maybe we don't know for sure if and, he's opening and yeah, Ace Jack. And we're not saying he's going to for sure bet Ace Queen and Ace Jack on the flop. Right. So there's not a ton of Ace Jack. There's not a ton. So, yeah, if we think he's very aggressive and bluffy, we should definitely check. If we think he's going to fold a lot and isn't sticky, we should probably check too. Okay. And sometimes we're getting crushed by him, by the way, and we can put ourselves in a bad spot. I think a check is clearly the play. Yeah. It just sucks. It, he does. He does. Okay. He does check. Nick, and you're killing it. It's it's going to check back a lot, but it doesn't this time because Darren has a set of fours. Yeah. Darren's got to bet this. All right. Explain why you think he has to bet this. Well, the board got wetter. Yeah. Right. The, there are hands, the, the ones I just talked about, actually, queen, jack, king, queen, that Darren uh, Darren's going to get value out of for sure. Queen, jack. Queen, jack. There are two pair of hands he's going to get value out of. Jack, 10 suited king, for jack. sure. King, jack. I mean, this is good stuff, right? Yeah. Um, Two diamonds. He can either get value or or price out. Either way is okay, right? You you don't want to. You got it. You can't let, give this super wet board a chance to catch up with you. There's so many bad cards in theory, right? Like yeah. there's you really need a blank on the river as Darren Elias to be able to even consider betting for value on the river. If a ten pairs, I guess you'll bet if the ten pairs, but you can't withstand any heat if the ten no. pairs, right? You're gonna like, boy, I need you to have like ace ten and have called the turn. Like it's hard to come up with a ten that he can have there. Queen 10, queen 10 and decide to raise, which I don't even know if you're going to do, you know, I guess he can call a raise with on the river at the 10 pairs, but it doesn't feel good. No, of course not. You're losing. Maybe, maybe he's even supposed to fold. So I think we just got to get, try and get our value now and then pray for a brick to try and get more value later. If the guy has a hand like he has actually, like it's a miracle that Nick has a miracle situation. It's like the best possible hand he can show up with here. Basically. This is a miracle. We're so happy. If Darren, if Darren could know what he had, he'd be like ideal, ideal situation. Hand he cannot fold. Hand I can get extreme value from. And on a brick on the river, I will get extreme value again. How right. awesome. So Darren is going to price out the naked flush draws if Nick has any of them. Good. It's kind of hard for him to, based on the board and his position, like five, right. six of diamonds or something, I guess. Yeah, he could have something like that, I guess. But Darren bets 4,000 into 5,100. Right. That's the end of the flush draws. But not really that many of the flush draws if you think about it because he Nick should be weighted towards the nut flush draw, which is now a combo draw with the nut flush draw. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be folding that hand. But at least we're pricing him. We're, we're charging him to stick around. Yeah. That's yeah. good. We don't want you know, we don't want to make it so cheap that five, six of diamonds also is just like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Either the five, six of diamonds makes a mistake by calling or it's gone. Yep. Either way, that's cool. It, it makes it easier to define the hand, and we get we're getting more value from from the the nut flush draw now. Like, let's get more value from it if it's going to call. All like, right, we're way ahead. Let's talk about a play that I've been thinking about for a while now. Okay, and I think it's a really bad play. Is it? Wait, is it? Is it when you're on nitrogen sports poker and a guy's got a hand and you check raise him? Um, it's related to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all. Okay, well, great. Anyway, Nitrogen Sports Poker. <laughs> we did it. We snuck it in there. Link in the description of the podcast. You click that, baby. Guess what you get? Access to exclusive Poker Guys events, which includes our monthly tournament, which, yeah. as you know, if you're a common listener, which none of you are common, of course. You're all extraordinary. You're, you're, you're extraordinary. Uncommon. Yeah, just, just the choice to pick up the damn phone and listen to this podcast <laughs> means that you're a special person. A common. That's what you are. You're, you're a common. A common. You're like one of the many versions of Common the Rapper. Is that what you're saying? 
in the multiverse theory. It is theory. now what I'm saying. Multiverse theory. I wasn't saying that, but I'm absolutely taking that on. Yeah. If Common were a listener, which he is, obviously, he, he would is. probably send us a nice rap every day, which he does. <laughs> that he also includes with us. Uh, with, with that in the note, it says, please do not share this with anybody. This is for you only. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I can't share the beautiful raps that common raps for us. Can I just tell him the first word of the, the, the first word is fine. Rap? First okay. word. He said one word. That's okay. Fine. Clocks. All right. Now you get it. You, you get a feel. You for gave it. too much away. I know, but I, I add a little, uh, that was the second word and you know it. Okay. But the first word was so the, yeah, <laughs> it didn't seem fair. The clocks. So, Con. but yeah, but back to nitrogen sports poker. Yeah. So, of course, that's an online poker site. They also have sports betting, which is great. They also have casino games, which is great. Um, and Grant mentioned our tournament, which is great. <laughs> it is. Use the link in the description when you sign up. Also, just so you know, it's a Bitcoin only oh, poker site, man. which is a wonderful thing. Although not everybody makes it so wonderful. Other sites make you wait to get your money even when it's Bitcoin. They make you wait 48, 72 hours. Nitrogen makes you wait only 90 minutes when you withdraw. <laughs> Jonathan's laughing, but that's a very serious <laughs> statement. No, you're right, I'm not man. shitting around over no, here. No, no, I'm totally supporting you. Okay. You keep going. <laughs> um, that's all I got to say. Get on Nitrogen. Oh. Okay, yeah, get you some poker, people. All right, let's get back to the hand. <laughs> get you, all right, so there was this play, which I cut you off on because I realized we hadn't done the Nitro ad and we didn't want to wait till the end of the podcast yeah. to do it. Um, so, but so Darren bets 5,100, right? And you he were saying- 4K into 5,100. 4K, okay. And then it brought to mind this play, which you think is bad. Is yes. that what you're saying? Okay, please continue. It's Nick check raising to 13,000. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of that at all. Okay. He does have top two pair. Yes. He's got King Jack, King Jack 10, four board, mm. two diamonds. Yeah. All right. So the question is, what is the purpose and what is the value of this check raise? I think the purpose is to fold out every possible worst hand that exists in the known universe, except yes. maybe the combo draws or Jack 10 suited. Maybe, maybe uh, Darren calls with Jack 10 suited. Jack 10 suited is a worse hand than Nick's hand. Right. Well, then King 10. He called King 10 also. Yeah. Um, maybe he calls with those hands. He but might call with those hands. That's not what Nick's really going for. I don't know what no. Nick's going for. He's just playing his hand. Right. Yeah. That's all that's going on right now. If this was Limit Hold'em, this would be a perfectly good play because right. you can't blow someone off a reasonable hand. But this is no Limit Hold'em. People fold reasonable hands all the time when you rep strength. Right. We were questioning if Darren would bet aces on the turn at all if Nick checked to him. Right. And if he did and he bet this big, he would certainly fold aces to this size check raise. I think he, he would. really thought Nick was a spewy maniac. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, Darren's bets betting so big that it really looks like he's got something for real. Right. You know, so it's a, it's a pretty interesting decision by Nick. And by interesting, I mean confounding. It seems really bad. Yeah, I mean, like, because I don't, I don't know if Darren's betting ace king or aces on the turn. And if he is, like we said, he's folding those hands. And let's be clear. Darren's got sets of tens. He's got sets of kings. Yeah. He's got ace queen. He might have queen nine suited. I doubt it, but he has pocket four, so he really might. Yeah. But let's forget about it. Throw that out. Ace queen looms super large. Yeah. I would be terrified of ace queen. I, I mean, terrified is the wrong word. I'd be terrified if I check raised and then he didn't fold of ace queen. Um, I think it's fine to check call because now we get to keep some of that other parts of the range alive, including yeah. maybe bluffs. Um, but right now, like, this seems... It seems really bad to check race. Maybe Nick's just afraid that it's going to go check check so often on the river when he's ahead. He can he, lead the river if he really wants to. Yeah, I don't like that. That's a better can, play. But it's better than this. Yeah. Because this is... Oh, man, we're, we're expanding the pot. Like, look what's happening right now. So Darren actually has the one pip better hand. Yes. And 
Nick's screwed, right? Yeah. Like Nick's just going to lose a huge amount of money now because he's inflating the pot. If he leads out on the river, it's hard for Darren to raise. Yeah. But, Darren's, but Darren being in position now is going to call this raise. I don't think he's going to re-raise because right. Nick can have straights. Um, but he's going to call. He's going to call this raise, and then one of them is going to put a bet in on the river, unless the river's terrifying, right? Yeah. If the river's a brick, either Nick's going to bet and Darren's going to call, or Nick's going to check and Darren's going to be like, "Oh, I guess I better try and get value, maybe you know, and probably bet." Most right. of the time. So he just has cost himself all this money because in no limit, the, pot, the pots and the bets get exponentially bigger as you go deeper into the hand. So this check raise is going to make the river bet exponentially bigger than it otherwise would be. I really don't like it. Yeah, it seems like a bit of a game theory disaster in without thinking about the river. Like right. maybe sometimes he gets called by a worse two pair, but maybe. that's few and far between. He blocks yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, exactly. That's right. He blocks all of Well, yeah, he blocks both the, both the obvious two yeah. pairs, right? The King 10 and the Jack 10. Yeah. Um, those are also not super likely for Darren to have because he's no. under the gun, but possible. He's, he might not be betting Jack 10 on the flop either, Darren. He really might not be. Yeah. Right. King 10, he's definitely betting. Yeah. And he's betting the turn probably with as well, I right. got to believe. So that's the hand maybe we can target. Cool. One hand that we block. Yeah. We. It's not great. This okay. feels like just a, I'm playing my hand. I have top two pair. I'm supposed to check raise with top two pair. Right. Instead of like, what's the board? What's this guy's range? What's the situation? What can he continue with if I check raise? Those are really key questions to be asking that he's not asking. And there's no question that Nick's continuing with all hands that are beating Nick. Um, or is there? There has to be no question, right? Well, there's a question because What's the question? Darren folds. It's not possible. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> no. Darren folds his set of fours. And let me be clear. In spots like this, I feel like I always have to clarify this just to be okay. entirely clear. Nick is not bluffing. He's right. not like accomplishing his goal by getting Darren to fold because a lot of poker... And I don't think the listeners are thinking this way, but you see it all the time in poker where... Anybody thinks bluff just means you had a worse hand and won by betting. That is not what a bluff is. A bluff is an intent. I don't... Okay, so Darren actually folds. Yeah. Nick is obviously going for value from God knows what. But Darren folds. So let's see if we can figure out what the hell happened here and why in the world Darren Elias would fold a set when check raised on the turn on this board. All right. I have a, the first part of the combination... Go. It's like the movies where they're, they're, yeah. it takes like forever for them to open the safe. And I hear the, I, I heard the first click. Good. All right. The first like click that. is that Darren believes that Nick would check raise all of his nut flush draws and combo draws on the flop. Okay. So he has to believe that right away or else this is a terrible fold. Agreed. Okay. That's, that's a good first click. I like that. Right. Okay, let's that go removes, with this. That removes queen jack of diamonds from the range. Yeah. Ace jack of diamonds. Hands have, like that. I have a second click to okay. this combination. I don't know if we're going to get to... I don't know if we'll be able to get to a third one, but I have a second click. Darren also believes that based on the nature of this pot, he's under the gun, the board, the fact that it was four ways, and the fact that it's Nick, is Nick essentially has no bluffs here. Because he would have check raised all his big draws, he has no other bluffs besides that. Right. Third click. Go. Darren is aware that due to the under the gun nature of his range, he is entirely uncapped and has all 16 combos of ace queen in his range. Right. Maybe, yes, he's definitely maybe he wouldn't bet all ace queens on the flop. I don't know, but he's, he would bet at least some of them, probably all of them that include at least one diamond. Certainly all of them that include the ace of diamonds. We right. know he's betting that, but probably you're right. So he knows he's uncapped, which means that Nick should know that he's uncapped in his mind. At right. Least. So he's like, how can this guy check raise and, me anyway? Right. Oh my and he, gosh. And he has the set of Kings a lot more likely yes. than Nick as well. So 
the because of that, is Darren thinking like Nick essentially just has the nuts here? He just has the nuts or queen but, nine. But wait, but Nick called with the gutter from the small blind. Darren bit relatively big on the flop. Yeah, you that that part's weird. It doesn't now, make any sense. That, we got to unclick one. <laughs> That falls, yeah. That absolutely falls back. <laughs> the so the rocket just hit the building, and the safe the safe yeah. guy like got rattled and fell over for a second, and he, he lost all his data. Okay, so I don't think we can reasonably put Nick on a straight here, unless it's the straight with diamonds, right? But if he has the straight with diamonds, that means we have to assume that he is not check raising his not flush draws and his combo draws, which then means we have to call. Because then he can still have those hands. Oh, I see what you're saying. Gotcha. Um, on the flop. Sorry. Right. Uh, when I said... Right, yeah. He yeah. wasn't check... Yeah. He wasn't check raising those on the flop. Right. That's what I mean. Of course. No, I, I understand. Yeah. Um, which means he has to call. Um, okay. It's possible we may decide, though. Darren may be thinking Nick is not the kind of person who would check raise that. Like, even on the turn now. Especially when he bets 4,000 or 4,100 or whatever it was. Um, 4,000 4, to 5,100, yeah. right, on the turn. Um, so... Maybe he thinks Nick is just going to call with those hands in both spots. Maybe. Maybe he's like, oh, you're a caller unless if you have it and then you raise. So you got there. So now you can raise. Maybe he's thinking that. The problem is this. Let's say for a moment, Nick, it's so hard to put Nick on a hand that makes sense that you could fold here. Let's say Nick got there with the ace queen, although it's a little hard to believe because of the story on the flop, right? Yep. He had a combo draw. He decided not to raise it. Actually, I like not always raising a combo draw. Sure. Even out of position, I think you shouldn't always raise them. You should mostly raise them. So, okay, cool. He got there on the turn. If that's all, if that's his entire range, let's say ace queen is all he can have in queen nine yeah. of diamonds. Let's just pretend for a second. Those He's got two combos. I mean, we should call, right? Like we have a set yeah. and we have great implied odds. If we if the board pairs, he's not going to fold a straight on the river. If if Even if he checks... Like, we're going to get at least one bet. Maybe he'll bet fold. But if he checks because the board pairs, he's 100% calling on the river, right? Yeah. So so we shouldn't... I don't think we can fold if well, he has actually, straight. Nick, Nick only started with 27K. So that changes things a little bit on that front. Okay, so that means Nick is another, like, 11K back or yeah. something? Oh, okay. So how much is in the pot now? Um, after the out. raise to, yeah. to 13K, it's, uh, so it's 22K. 22 and it costs us eight to win 22 plus another 12. We said he has something it's like costs that. us nine to win 22. Nine. Yeah. Four to 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Nine to win 22. And then he's got another 13 back. So it's really nine to win 35. We can, we can't entirely justify it. If he only exactly has straights. Yeah. But as we can see, that is not the case. If he can ever have top two, this is an easy call. If he can ever have any bluffs at all, including semi-bluffs, even monster semi-bluffs. Yeah, like if you can have, draw. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was saying in order for Darren to fold, he has to assume that Nick's not check-raising the not flush draws and combo draws, but that's making a strong assumption. Nick might wait till now and check-raise queen-jack of diamonds now. Yeah, you know, or, he might. Or ace-four or ace-three of diamonds, whatever hand. It'd be really weird to do it with queen-jack of diamonds only because, you know, he just hit the jack. It's weird to do it with top two, so, it, you know, Nick that's does true. Nick does weird stuff. That's true. It's hard to argue that. Um, so then as Darren, is he thinking like, okay, Nick has some sets also sets Set of, of tens, tens which waited, didn't raise the flop four waited ways. Wait until he's more easily beat <laughs> on then, that board. That seems crazy. Yeah. Sets of jacks. So he just called pre-flop with the jacks. Just called possible. The and then just called and then decided to call the flop, which when is he's possible. Got, when he, but when he still has art behind him against the yeah. under the gun range, it's possible. 
Neither of those are super likely. Jacks feel almost more likely than tens because he yeah. didn't raise the flop. I agree. So if he has a set of jacks, we're screwed. Yeah. That's true. That's a real problem. But sometimes he has straights. Maybe, maybe he's also thinking like, well, he can't have a set of fours. He's got straights and sets of jacks. And that's a real problem for me then. That's not a good range to be up against. Yeah, maybe Darren is unaware that Nick is capable of this terrible check raise because we really hate the check raise. I mean, a lot of people are going to be capable of this, right? A lot right. of non-pros. But I it's mean. possible that, you know, Darren could be very successful while still giving people too much credit. He's also a tournament pro, which means he's way more apt to fold in marginal yeah. spots, right? Um, when, you, when he's check raised on the turn because, like, you're supposed to protect your stack. And it's possible he's, like, in that mindset. It's, it's hard to get out of that mindset. Yep. You know, I understand... Like it's, I, I don't, I, having said that though, like playing cash, like this summer, I'm thinking about the world series where I'd go between playing cash and uh tournaments sometimes. Yeah. Right. Like it was actually wonderful to play tournaments. Like, Oh, I can call now. Like I don't have to fold. This is great. You know, like I have middle pair. I call your check raise. I don't, you know, it's fine. Like yeah. I'm allowed to do that. So actually I felt a sense of freedom, but he may not feel that way. Um, it may be hard to get out of that mindset sometimes. I mean, I think Nick, Nick is just a guy that, that Darren is giving credit for a similar thought process to Darren. Right. Which is which weird is, that he would do that. Yeah. I mean, this, this ultimately becomes an, a really good argument for distribution being a good way to make decisions. Like, cause certainly Darren is high enough in his distribution to make this call. Right. Uh, but he went with the exploitative thing. We, we saw, we see him not use distribution and other times too, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I won't say what happened, but in the Dan Smith hand that is coming out in the future, he does not use distribution. He makes a right. decision that is certainly with outside of distribution. I mean, I, it's possible he's not high enough. Let's, let's talk about the distribution thing. So we weren't sure if he was going to bet aces. Maybe he knows he's not betting aces. Okay. So maybe in his mind, he's like, well, I have King Jack, which is worse. I have King 10, which is worse. Those are the only two hands I have that are worse. Jack 10. Maybe he's not betting Jack 10 on the turn. You got to bet Jack 10 on the turn. I would bet Jack 10 yeah. on the turn. Okay. Jack 10. Those are the three worst hands then if he's not betting, if he doesn't yeah. have aces, right? Or ace king. I assume he mostly doesn't have ace king. So that's a, I mean, that's 27 combos. Yeah. He also probably has like the nut flush draw sometimes or some other combo yeah. draw thing that's, that's happened for yeah, him. Yeah. This is higher in the distribution. Yeah. I'm just thinking, cause I'm giving, cause he has all the sets except for sets of jacks. He's got sets of kings, sets of tens and ace queen. Oh, that you're right. This yeah. is totally high enough up in the distribution. And, of course, he can improve. Right. Now, not against, against a set of jacks, he only has one out. But against right. not a set of jacks, he's doing great. By the way, there's also a bunch of cards that will kill the action sometimes. Like, a diamond will come and kill the action. Like, he may not have to put in a lot more money. Well, I think what ultimately happened here is that Nick made this raise that we thought was really bad. Yeah. And all the reasons that we thought were really bad made the raise work because yeah. Darren thought along similar lines that we do. Like, oh, how can you raise when I am so uncapped? Like, you, like, you can't raise top two. Yeah. You have to have better than so that. So he really just believed that idea, which is not unreasonable. Right. So now he's like, well, you either have a straight or you've got a set of jacks, and either one has me in bad shape. A set of jacks, I'm like, if that's your entire range is ace, queen, and jack, jack, I'm probably supposed, I'm not even really getting the right the right odds to call against ace queen. Right. So, I, and, so he does have to fold. And this is the problem with exploit and the subjective yes. assumptions that go along with it. Now, certainly the majority of the money I've ever made in poker is based on exploit and, and subjective assumptions. But in spots like this, it can fail you, right? Because he's making these assumptions that are based on his own logic. Darren is, and he may not think Nick has the same sophistication that he does, but he's applying at least a little bit too much of his own logic 
to I mean, Nick's check raising range. It's possible this is the worst hand Nick ever check raises with. I hope it is. Yeah. But it probably is, which is only one pip worse yeah. than what Darren has. So if he's assigning like the range of hands he's check raising, I mean, if you can include King Jack in it, then I think you are supposed to call. Right. Right. But he's probably not that far away from the range. He's probably well, really close. Just but Nick is adding We're this. forgetting about draws and stuff. That, yeah, we are. Yeah. Of course we are. So I think both players messed up the turn a little bit. I think, though, there's something else instructive about this. So there are times when you and I on this show get uh, caught up in, like, disagreeing about if a player would make a play on this board with this hand. Like, yeah. he can check raise with that, he can't check raise with that. And we'll be, either of us will be on either side of it, depending on what we think about the player in the situation, right? Yeah. And I, I believe a lot of times, much like Darren, we're grounded just in our own experience and mm-hmm. our own, like, well, what would we do and what's right? Yeah. And we try to get out of that, but it's, it's a little hard. And the fact that Nick decided to check raise this is really important in some ways because it means like these people are really not as predictable as we want. It isn't like he's overly spewy. It isn't like he's bluffing like crazy. He just overvalues this hand a little bit too much. Right. And like that can be really hard to account for and know like where that where the margins ends on that and where they begin, you know? And it's like, oh, apparently top two is good enough for that, but probably... Jack 10, he wouldn't be doing this with. King 10, he probably would have raised already. I, I really think if he had Jack 10, he would just check call. Yeah. So it's, I, I understand the reasons behind the fold, certainly. Yeah, me too. But I still think this can't be right. <laughs> I don't. I, I think Nick's raise is really bad still. Oh, yeah. Nick's raise is worse than Darren's fold. But, you know, like you, he fell backward into winning the pot, which is pretty sweet. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make.